guess who's back? It's me. Hello, everybody. It's Robin O'Neill. This is me reading stuff. We're into, I don't know the month, uh, August. We're here. Here we are. We're, we're into August now. I don't think I've recorded for a couple of months. Anyway, welcome back to you all. Welcome back into my life. It's been way too long and I've missed you. I mean that sincerely. I'm glad to anybody who's decided to come back and be patient. Um, anyway, you know these things. You know I love you. I know you love me. Let's do this. Should I talk about the absence a little bit? I think I will. I have I have so many things to talk about. I don't know where this is going to go. I don't know whether this will be long or short. We, we will see. This is the benefit of just doing it yourself. I don't have any sponsors telling me to shut up or go on more about anything. Um, by the way, I will say I don't have a, um, what do I call it? Recommendation corner. I don't have a recommendation corner that I can think of, right? I mean, I have tons of things, but I didn't plan on doing a recommendation corner. While I was away, not doing the podcast, got a criticism of Recommendation Corner saying that it was like corporate America, I don't know, celebration or something, which I really don't see it like that. You guys tell me, I mean, if I'm recommending things like um, soap operas from the 1970s that actually criticize American consumerism, by the way. I'm speaking of Mary Hartman, Mary Hartman. And what else has been on recommendation corner? Pickles? Sorry, bro. Pickles aren't, I, I, it's not even like I give you guys a brand. I just talk about pickles all the time and capers. I mean, cheese fries, tater tots. I guess that's American consumerism. I, I really don't know, but it sounded like this person thought of my recommendation corner like some bullshit American, I don't know, if it is American, whatever recommendation corner is, if it's American, well, A, I'm from Nebraska, so what are we gonna do about that? And I I can't do a thing about it. I'm not gonna pretend I'm from Poland or something. Um, B, so what? If I, you know, even if I were, which by the way, it's really not. I go back to recommendation corner and I recommend like, writing a to-do list. How does that not apply to people outside of America? Um, And number three, or whatever number I'm on at this point, uh, let's say I was just celebrating like Applebee's and Walmart and uh, 7-Eleven, Slurpees, um, Doritos, Lay's, the Lay's empire of potato chips. Would that really be so awful? I mean, I, I'm sure you you guys outside of America might see it that way, but I don't. I mean, A, I wasn't doing that. B, I should be doing that. And you know what? Now I'm even more prone to want to do it. So anyway, for those of you who are new to the podcast, hi, I'm Robin O'Neill. I'm an artist. This is a podcast about things that excite me in the written word form but I usually talk about my life uh, a little bit. And I do talk about things I love. You know, the whole point of this podcast was to talk about things I love and to praise the things I love. So wherever those things fall in your own brains, I guess that's on you. I'm gonna just keep doing it. Um, All right, so recommendation corner. Don't know if I'm gonna do one today, not because that person said I was a disgusting American consumer or whatever, just because I wasn't thinking about it. I do wanna just briefly try to, a little bit about the absence, the um, 
you know, away time from the podcast. Just a lot of health scare stuff. Uh, you know, what's new? Nothing COVID related, thankfully, but pretty much everything that could go wrong with my body went wrong here recently. It just all, you know, I have autoimmune disease diseases. So when one flares up, they all flare up. So, and I'm still just picking up the pieces of that. I spent some time in the ER. I had a procedure done and my parents came to town to help me with that. My uveitis, which is when you can lose vision in your eye, you have inflammation in your eye, that came back at full force and it's just now getting better. Um, some of you may remember, did I mention that before? Cause this has been going on months. And if you remember the other time, my eye, I'm pretty sure I tell you guys this every time. So I'm just like an old person who tells you the same story over and over. My eye, my pupil turned into at first the shape of a hot dog, then the shape of a four leaf clover. And my eye doctor, my retina specialist, massaged it back to a circle shape with a Q-tip one day. So here's why autoimmune diseases suck because everything just inflames at the same time. Anyway, uh, another really fucking crazy thing that happened to me was that my sodium levels in my blood work were really low, which that doesn't sound bad, but apparently can be really scary. It was actually really bizarre too, being that I don't know if it's even related to how much sodium you put in your body, but I think I've mentioned this. I mean, I basically live off salt. Anything salty I want to shove into my face at all times. And I do think I salt everything, everything. So anyway, it turned out, if you guys have been listening for a while, you know I love to brag about how much water I drink. Yeah, I drink up to two gallons of water and I urinate every five minutes. Like, I think that's the coolest shit ever. Well, apparently <laughs> I drink so much water it could have killed me. Um, that's right. I drank so much water that apparently I had a water ad addiction problem. I think I'm addicted to water. Never done drugs, but I have had too much water. So... I had to train myself to drink less water over the last few months, which I've, I think I've successfully done. I already kind of fantasize about slipping back into drinking too much water though. So I've got to watch this shit. There's no 12 step program that I know of. So I'm applying my Al-Anon to water drinking. Uh, I don't know. Does this mean I won't be preaching to you about how much water you need to be drinking to be healthy anymore? Uh, we'll see. It seems there's nothing safe anymore. You can't even drink a lot of water without almost killing yourself. So anyway, um, before I read other stuff, what do I have to talk about? I finished that whale drawing that I was excited about. You can see an image of it on my Instagram, which um, it's Robin underscore O'Neill, R-O-B-Y-N underscore O'Neill. Hit me up on there in the comments, not in the direct messages, uh, because I can't really check those all the time. Uh, probably gonna make a greeting card out of it at some point for my shop. My shop's about to open. Oh, sorry about that. I am a little late on that due to all of these issues, but what else? The plumbing on our property went entirely out. Uh, I have, not to brag, but I do have three bathrooms, which I've always thought was the biggest luxury, being that you know how I feel about bathrooms and all that stuff. Um, I basically... I, basically the plumber moved in to the house with me. I have never seen anyone more than I saw that plumber for a while. It was a total nightmare, but also really funny. And the details of this whole extravaganza of plumbing issues are pretty unbelievable, but I'm not ready to go into it right now. You're gonna have to take me out for French fries or something to get it all out of me. I just don't wanna relive it. 
I just I just am glad right for right now I have working toilets and that's all that really matters in life I've said it a million times when people have asked me which has actually only been once what is the greatest human in, like what is the greatest invention in human history and it's definitely indoor plumbing so I'm somebody who like basically says a prayer to whoever made plumbing possible every single night. And so anyway, it was a, it was seriously very, very upsetting. I was losing my mind. Anyway, I've been reading a lot. I've been crocheting a lot. I've been trying to really understand summer relaxation and fun. Went to Texas and saw my family. That was really fun. Damien's been touring. I got to see some of that. Um, my garden is out of control awesome. If you follow me on Instagram, you can also see some of those boring ass photos of flowers. And I grew a zucchini that was so, so huge. I could barely lift it with both hands. I don't know what the hell's going on, but things are really working out for me out there. I'm even about to make my own kombucha, which feels like I'm telling you I'm living off the land or something like that. But you guys know I love my GT's kombucha lemonade flavor pretty much only, can't find it anymore. My store doesn't carry it anymore, no matter how much crying I've done to the dairy guy. So I am thinking, all right, it's super expensive to buy these kombuchas. I am always stressed out about when I'm gonna be out of them and when I need to go to the store. And you know, it's a lot of bottles to recycle. That makes me feel guilty, but, so that's why I'm doing it. I'm not doing it you know what I mean? I feel weird because it's not my identity, like a kombucha person, a kombucha maker or grower, whatever that is. But I think it's about to be because how hard can it be? It's bacteria. Like I think I can grow bacteria. My body grows disgusting shit all the time. So I'm sure that I can handle this. Um, all right. I need to sum it up. What else? Lots of TV watching, of course. All time priority, watching TV. In fact, if I ever get interviewed again or ever have anybody ask me questions, I really truly want to say sure, but only if you ask me about food and TV and that's it. That's all I want. If you have, and hey, speaking of, if any of you guys have any questions about Young and the Restless, Mary Hartman, Mary Hartman, uh, the 80s classic Dallas, 80s classic Give Me a Break, 90s classic 15, Melrose Place, Beverly Hills 90210. Any of those, send me the questions. Uh, I, I beg you to send me questions. Or if you have any questions about food or French fries or, um, you know, I'm a big fan of American capitalism and consumerism as that person noticed. So <laughs> bring it on. Okay. Well, let's get going onto the reading section of this podcast. I have the book right here. But first, a word from my dad. I'm Robin O'Neill's dad, Jim, and I'll tell you something. If I'm looking for something special for someone, I always go to robinoneal.com forward slash shop. Damn, dad. Well, you heard it there from Jim O'Neill himself. It's a killer place to find stuff. Now, even though I'm 
putting this in here right now. There's not a lot of new stuff yet. That's because I'm getting you excited for the future. So get on there. And if you're not on the newsletter list or whatever the hell it's called, scroll on down to the bottom of the page, write your email in there, and I will send you, you can be the first to know when all the new stuff launches. For those of you that don't know what I'm talking about, you can kind of see the gist of it uh, on the web shop anyway. But Lots of crocheted, they're called modeliers, which are kind of a cross between a chandelier and a mobile. Um, all handmade by me, all one of a kind individual pieces. Lots of ceramics for those of you who are fans of my drawings, um, the early drawings with lots of little sweatsuit dudes all over the place who are based on my dad and his best friend, Marty. Uh, two of my favorite people on planet Earth. The, there's a whole new line of ceramics that will be launched, and this will all be going down next week. So uh, they go fast, and there's not like tons of them since they're all, you know, unique, individual, one of a kind, handmade things. But I want you guys to, you know, get on there, have fun. I think there's a few modeliers left right now, or maybe not. I may have, I may have, I think I might be out. Anyway. I sound like an idiot because here I am talking about it. Anyway, I hope you guys like hearing from my dad. I know you always do. Let's get to reading. So today we're reading from Wow No Thank You. These are uh, This is a book of essays by Samantha Irby. I feel like I'm late to the game here. I know a lot of my friends have always loved Samantha Irby's writing. Uh, I have to thank my best friend, Erica, who encouraged me to read this one. I bought it from um, Book Soup independent book seller out of Los Angeles, California. You can get on there and buy it there. I always recommend or wherever your favorite independent bookseller is, buy it from them. This is a Vintage Books original, came out last year, 2020. Uh, what about Samantha Irby? Well, I've learned a lot from this book. I wouldn't say I'm an expert, but she's a Midwesterner from Chicago. She writes a lot about her body, her illnesses, the foods she loves, how gross she finds life to be. She suffers from Crohn's disease, and you guys know I have ulcerative colitis, so that's a very fun thing she and I have in common. Uh, she's a stepmom who never, ever, ever saw herself wanting kids, so that's a lot like me as well, and she finds a lot of joy in it, as well as needing to find quiet time away from it, so I relate to that too. Uh, I've just found her fascinating. I want to be her best friend now. I'm sure everybody who reads her feels that exact way. So anyway, um, let's do this. So I'm going to be reading from a section called, oh, first of all, before I forget, there was this one part. <laughs> so I grew up with Care Bears books. Uh, and so I remembered this one. She wrote, here's just a little part of the book. I, I could read you guys every page. I want to. And I haven't read anything really funny in a while. So anyway, here's a quote that I love. When I was a kid in 1984, I had this Care Bears book called The Witch Down the Street about a little bitch named Melissa who decides to leave a nasty note on the door of this harmless old cat lady she wrongly assumes is a witch until the Care Bears swoop in and show her the error of her ways. Anyway, just the part about a little bitch named Melissa, it, that was enough for me to know, okay, I, I just love everything. I love every pore you have, Samantha Irby. Um, so anyway, all right. This section is what it, how Erica got me to read this. Uh, not that it was going to be a hard sell, but anyway, lesbian deathbed. The whole chapter is, sure, sex is fun, but, and then 
she writes. So there's just hundreds of them. And I have written notes, so I'm just going to kind of skip around and read some highlights. I'm leaving out a ton, and I think it would be a very interesting psychological litmus test to see which ones people respond to the most. But all right, here we go. Sure, sex is fun, but have you ever changed out of one cozy shirt into an even cozier shirt? Sure, sex is fun, but have you ever gotten your inbox down to zero? Sure, sex is fun, but have you ever declined an invitation to a boat party? Sure, sex is fun, but have you ever fought for a majority share of the electric blanket on the TV couch? Sure, sex is fun, but have you ever watched PBS? Sure, sex is fun, but have you ever lain really still in bed after your alarm has gone off three times trying not to move because you don't want your pets to know you're awake? Sure, sex is fun, but have you ever spent an entire afternoon looking for a misplaced library book only to realize you returned it two days ago? Sure, sex is fun, but have you ever not invited one half of a gay couple to ladies' night just to set some shit off? (laughs) Sure, sex is fun, but have you ever Googled a popular meme? Sure, sex is fun, but have you ever spent several days meticulously menu planning your book club brunch? Sure, sex is fun, but have you ever taken off your bra at the end of a particularly grueling day? Sure, sex is fun, but have you ever accumulated 19 different personal water containers between two people? (laughs) Try just between one person, Samantha. Sure, sex is fun, but have you ever cleaned a dirty saucepan after soaking it overnight? Sorry. Man, I love that feeling. Sure, sex is fun, but have you ever filled out a comment card? God, I love all of these. Sure, sex is fun, but have you ever sincerely inquired, when are we going to go back to Pier 1? Sure, sex is fun, but have you ever charged your crystals under a full moon? Sure, sex is fun, but have you ever folded your clothes on the same day you washed them? Sure, sex is fun, but have you ever ordered Blue Apron with a discount code you got from a podcast? Sure, sex is fun, but have you ever written a to-do list by hand? Sure, sex is fun, but have you ever declined an invitation to a holiday party? Sure, sex is fun, but have you ever watched a television program, then read to no, read no fewer than six think pieces about it just to make sure you understood what you just watched? Sure, sex is fun, but have you ever eaten soup as a meal? Sure, sex is fun, but have you ever written a letter to the editor? Sure, sex is fun, but have you ever had toilet paper brand loyalty? <laughs> What's up, Charmin Ultra Strong Mega Roll? You guys know, oh my God, I'm so loyal. Oh my God. If somebody knows Samantha, they need to clue her into my whole Kleenex, the whole Kleenex tissue paper thing. Anyway, sure, sex is fun, but have you ever declined an invitation to a housewarming party? Sure, sex is fun, but have you ever been through a Panera drive-thru? God, I can't believe I haven't. That's so up my alley. Sure, sex is fun, but have you ever set a regular bedtime? (laughs) I just want to cry because I still haven't. Sure, sex is fun, but have you ever bookmarked a lasagna recipe? Sure, sex is fun, but have you ever eaten the leftovers before everyone else wakes up? Hell yeah, I have with a fried egg on top. Sure, sex is fun, but have you ever given a crying baby back to its parent? Sure, sex is fun, but have you ever unboxed a bunch of shit you don't need from Amazon, broken down the box, and gotten all that unnecessary plastic that came with it into the dumpster before your wife got home from work? Sure, sex is fun, but have you ever cheerfully woken up at 7 a.m. after going to bed at a reasonable hour the night before? 
Sure, sex is fun, but have you ever read a romance novel? Sure, sex is fun, but have you ever cared very deeply for someone you never want to have sex with? Sure, sex is fun, but have you ever worn a t-shirt with words on it, then spent the entire day awkwardly waiting for people to finish reading your breasts? <laughs> it's a big deal for me. I, I am like, man, I always want to wear all my shirts with words on it, but I'm like, do I really want to do this again to myself? All right, sorry, I keep interrupting, but I'm just excited, everybody. Sure, sex is fun, but have you ever cut a toxic bitch right out of your life? That should be the title of a book. Uh, or just like, basically my self-help tip for anybody is just these words. Cut a toxic bitch right out of your life, period. A demanding statement, a persuasive statement. Everybody needs to cut the toxic bitches right out of their lives, okay? I've done it and it's amazing. All right, sorry, back to, back to the reading of Samantha Irby. I'm so sorry, you guys. Sure, sex is fun, but have you ever tried Dijon mustard? Sure, sex is fun, but have you ever bent down to ask a dog its name? Sure, sex is fun, but have you ever responded to a celebrity tweet? Sure, sex is fun, but have you ever filled out the paperwork at a new doctor's office and remembered all your current diseases and medications on the first try? <laughs> sure, sex is fun, but have you ever put on new glasses for the first time? Sure, sex is fun, but have you ever pretended to be on the phone when someone you don't like was trying to talk to you? Sure, sex is fun, but have you ever declined an invitation to a bachelorette party? Sure, sex is fun, but have you ever cut your own hair? Sure, sex is fun, but have you ever shazammed a song in public? Sure, sex is fun, but have you ever tried to convince a young person to care about a single thing that is meaningful to you? Sure, sex is fun, but have you ever swiftly avoided answering a phone call that unexpectedly came through while you were making a move in words with friends? Sure, sex is fun, but have you ever refused to introduce yourself to the neighbors? Sure, sex is fun, but have you ever declined an invitation to a baby shower? Sure, sex is fun, but have you ever kept score of how much money you would be winning on Jeopardy? Sure, sex is fun, but have you ever deleted your voicemail without listening to any of it first? Sure, sex is fun, but have you ever covertly fed the cat human food in order to attempt to win complete allegiance? Sure, sex is fun, but have you ever watched a young person try to figure out the 25-year-old pop culture reference you just made? Sure, sex is fun, but have you ever declined an invitation to a birthday party? So I could read every single thing, and I'm sorry if that went a little long, but I just wanted to give you guys enough and enough of a variety to get you guys to buy this book. It's only $15.95. Buy it, buy it, buy it. Support Samantha Irby. She deserves it. I deserve it, frankly, even though I have nothing to do with it. <laughs> um, okay, what else do I want to say? Anyway, so you can tell I loved it. Rarely do I read anything that's in the topic under humor. It, it's just, even though I love humor, I think I have a pretty good sense of humor myself, but there's just something I don't gravitate towards when I'm reading, but my God, you guys, I was so happy. I've read a lot of books that you'll hear from in the next month, you know, that I've read in the last summer for, for the summer. And this was by far my favorite. So, uh, love her. And I love Erica for telling me about it. Um, I'm going to let you guys get the fuck out of here. Let me ask you a few questions, uh, while I say goodbye. Number one, 
go with the TV question. Who is your favorite TV character of all time? Mine is probably Eddie Haskell from Leave it to Beaver or Nell. Uh, Nell, she was called Nell Harper on Give Me a Break, but Nell Carter. Nell, Nell, Nell Carter in Give Me a Break. Uh, what's one thing you like about malls? M-A-L-L-S, shopping malls, which are dying. They're going away, everybody. I'm getting a little worried about malls. Um, I mean, I love a food court, of course. I, I love a food court. What's a popular TV show? or one, How about one of these like newer Hulu, Prime, Netflix streaming TV shows? Like one of those massive shows that everybody loves that you just fucking hated. Tell me about that. Um, I'm sure I have. I've got a million of them, so I don't even know where to begin. Uh, who is your best friend of all time? Who's your, or no, who's, who's your best friend of all time? And do you have a current best friend? Just tell me about your best friend life. Um, lastly, who's the last person you said I love you to? And who is the last person you said fuck you to? <laughs> I don't know if I've ever actually, (laughs) believe it or not, as ballsy and opinionated as I am, um, I don't don't know that I've ever actually gotten to say fuck you to somebody. Isn't that crazy? No, 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 I have. I said it to an asshole on the streets of Dublin, Ireland one time. I remember that. And I flipped him off. And, okay, I guess I really have. But it's normally strangers. I don't think I really treat people I know like that I think that although I support it man and I love a fiery personality so if you do it more power to you although I do think being kind is also and gentle is also a good thing but you know I have to secretly love that shit I love fights I love hearing about them I love witnessing them but I don't and I'm not afraid of fights like I'm not afraid of confrontation I'm not afraid to speak my mind however I do like for my own physical well-being these days I just don't get down and dirty anymore I just can't it's too upsetting to my digestive system um on that note I love you guys so much thank you for tuning back in and I'm sorry I was gone for so long and thank you Samantha Irby for writing such a fantastic book I can't wait to read more all right you guys talk to you soon bye-bye